1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: All right, welcome back to our number two on this first day of fall uh, not my idea of fall, this type of weather, but uh, that's what we got when you live on the Gulf Coast. It's also National Hunting and Fishing Day. I encourage you to get out and do some type of celebration. Uh, got teal season open, got the squirrel season on WMAs for the kids, and got plenty of fishing opportunities. And that's just what we're talking about this morning. We're also getting text messages in from you, the audience, at 504-260-1870. Uh, here's one that comes in from 9484 Menhaden industry has shown itself to be both untrustworthy and unsustainable. They are outlaws. Do like our sister states and get rid of them. Well, what do you all think about that? Uh, the, the offer was for a one-mile buffer zone. But, uh, you know, and I know some of these uh, Menhaden industry people, they they monitor this program. And if you're listening, uh, you take that to heart because, you know, don't let greed end a good thing. Uh you know, if you, if you want to stay in there and keep operating the way you are and killing fish and all this bycatch, eventually it's going to catch up and people are going to get so enraged they're going to want to do like Florida and completely shut it down. So you might take that under under consideration and, and maybe decide to, to make some voluntary changes in how you conduct your business. All right, here we have, uh, let's see, a warm Ohio morning to you all. The fields are turning and being brought in The birds are moving. There are lots, and that's in all caps, of Canada geese. Lots. Are they protected? If not, got any good recipes? Because you could feed a small nation for a week what's in our county just now. Stay well, stay sweet. Well, thank you for that. Um, Yeah, Canada geese are are not protected. They are legal. There's seasons on them just like all waterfowl. And as far as recipes, yes, I do. Uh, It's better on speckle bellies, but it works real good. On a big fat Canada goose, and if you'd like it, uh, send me your email. Go to my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy Hit the contact button, and I will uh, send you a copy of it. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, we got some uh, more calendar items to talk about too. Uh, this one's been around now. This is the eighth annual Venetian Isles Fishing Rodeo, coming up next month, October twentieth through the twenty-second. Going to be at the same location as the Home Builder Association Rodeo. The Lake Catherine Island Marina on Chef. This one's got uh, different age divisions for 9 and under. That's youth, junior angler 10 to 15, and adults of 16 and older. And if you get your uh, entry paid up by September 29th, which is this coming Friday, you'll receive an official Venetian Isles t shirt. And those are very memorable. It's all for a good cause, and if you're interested in getting one, uh, contact them over there at uh, the Venetian, uh, the uh, Chef Mentor uh, Lake Catherine Island Marina on Chef Highway. If you happen to stop by there, or call them, it benefits Wish to Fish, and it's the Venetian Isles Fishing Rodeo Association. Uh, the categories, by the way, are speckled trout, sheephead, uh, bass, redfish under 27. The, then there's a bull red category, the biggest fish, and alligator ar- gar. And for the kids, nine and under, they can catch the catfish, the croaker, and any trout, be it white trout or speckled trout. So lots of opportunities. And uh, again, it's VICIA Venetian Isles 8th Annual Fishing Rodeo. All right, we come back after this. Uh, let's see, we're going to get to some more of your text messages. Also, going to get a fishing report from the Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, uh, Chef area, North Biloxi Marsh. Mike Gallo has boat, will travel. He's next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
3: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12
4: precious pieces of
3: cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries. So that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
2: And it's time to talk to our Born on the Bayou guy, Captain Mike Gallo. His reports are a presentation of the good folks over at Seato. Now, what CETO gives you is, yeah, you know, they'll tow you anywhere you need to go. If you break down, they'll bring you electricity. They'll jump start you. They'll bring you fuel. If you run out of fuel, whatever your problem is, they'll get you back. But what they're really offering is peace of mind, and that's knowing that a SeaTow captain is right there, 24-7, right now, this moment. Whenever you need help on the water while you're boating, They're there, and it's only $199 for a whole-year membership. That covers you for the entire year. It's renewable, and the way to get signed up, you can call Captain Chris. He'll be happy to work with you, 504-301-4545, or you can do it online, CTOE.com. All right, Mike joins us now, and uh, Captain Mike, what's your plan for a Saturday morning on National Hunting and Fishing Day and the first day of autumn?
5: Well, Don, I tell you what, I'm excited. This is what charter fishing is all about. I got three of my high school and college buddies. They came and spent the night in the lodge last night. We grilled up some steaks. There may have been a cold beverage or two consumed. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, the stories are already starting. And
2: are these fellow you know, football teammates?
5: Uh, one out of three played football with me many 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 moons ago so that you know there's just lots and lots of stories fortunately the fish have been cooperating so we're really looking forward to a fun day on the water we've got um you know we've got great conditions we got a good tide movement the local marinas all have nice beautiful live shrimp so everything's sort of lining up for us we better catch fish because i don't have any excuses
2: what direction <laughs> you headed first
5: I am going to go towards the Biloxi Marsh. There's quite a few cars have gone in front of the lodge this morning with trailers, so I know the local area will be quite busy, but there's there's plenty of fish to go around. You want to fish where there's good current in deep bayous. My last two days have been spent in 15 to 18 feet of water fishing live, live bait, gulp, and matrix on the bottom, and we're averaging no. Oh, 60, 80 fish a day over the last couple of days, a mix of white trout and speckled trout.
2: So today's mission, uh, are you are you going to target reds? Or are you going back for the trout and the specks, or is it like whatever bites our hook, we're just here to have fun today?
5: Yeah, it's kind of like that. We're going we're gonna to try the trout first. I think the tide is supposed to change around 830 in the morning, so I figure we'll hit some of the rigs in the lake early, fish some of those shell reefs, Hopefully get on some nice trout, and if that works for us, we'll stick with it, and if it doesn't, when that tide starts to fall, all the little inlets in the Biloxi Marsh should have hopefully have some redfish in them, and if not, there's plenty of areas in the marsh to also pursue trout, so looking forward to a fun day.
2: I got to tell you, first day of autumn, things are definitely looking good. Uh, you know, the temperature is going to get up, at this morning it's, it's very pleasant. You got light winds. And where you are, the high tide at the I 10 bridge in Pontchartrain is going to be at 8 a.m., and that's going to fall all day and fall hard at 1.5. So, what advice would you have for people that are going to be fishing in the Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne Chef Complex right now? With this all falling the tide? Local,
5: yeah, all of the local passes Wrigley's Pass, Unknown Pass. St. Catherine Pass, Miller's Bayou, Bayou Thomas, all of those large passes that are deep and have good current flow. You want to fish 10, 15 minutes. And if you don't find what you need, move on. Try to be as quiet as you can. You know, I like being quiet when I'm fishing. But they're there. It's just a matter of finding them. And even if you only find a few, stick with them. I would say yesterday my pattern was every 10 minutes it seemed like a school would come by And we'd catch two or three or five or six. And we just stuck with it. They just, we never moved. It was a one-stop shop for me yesterday. Of course, I found those fish the day before, and it was a much more aggressive bite, but it was heavily weighted toward white trout. I had 60-something white trout on Thursday, whereas yesterday I had over 60 speckled trout. So from day to day in the same spot, what you're catching can change.
2: (laughs) Now, do you find that that there's a mix where when you throw it into the same spot and the bite's on real good, you'll catch one speck, and then you'll catch a white trout? The the species do mix together. It's not strictly all specks or all whites, right?
5: They do certainly mix together. I've heard Robbie Campos say it many times that the speckled trout seem to bite best until about 9 o'clock, and that does seem to be true in this area as well. Although yesterday we pulled the plug around eleven when we used our last shrimp, and my guys were ready to head back towards Kentucky. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, that's a good trip, and I'm sure you're going to have a, a good trip today. Uh, Mike, before you go, let's tell people how to get signed up with you if they want to come out and experience some of this fall fishing now that we're in the fall. I know your schedule's pretty booked up, but for lodging and for fishing, you got uh, several other captains you can get to work with. And tell them how to get a hold of you.
5: Yeah, we got several captains. We're, we're covered by CETO, so we are prepared. And the easiest way to find me is on DonTheOutdoorsGuide.com. My website is AAofLA.com. We're on social media under Angling Adventures of Louisiana or the telephone, 985 781
2: 7811. Real quick before you go, uh, last week after we had talked, someone wanted to know if you had any tips for bass in the area. And I know you don't normally target bass, but sometimes you come across them accidentally when you're fishing for reds. What can you tell them about any bass that you've been finding around the salt bayou or Lake Catherine area?
5: I don't think I've caught a bass, wow, since maybe April. Um, I just haven't. We've had a good year on trout a bad year on redfish so i've really stuck towards the trout fishing more than anything and of course that sort of takes me away from where i'm most likely to catch a bass um i would say the pearl river and i would say when you get in the pearl river you want to go north towards highway 90 and get to where that water is still fresh this yeah saltwater that's saltwater.
2: Wet- yeah it's had an impact right. on on bass fishing in, in the brackish areas for sure
5: right that's for sure it's pushed them further north i would assume they'd stay in them where the water's nice and fresh so um, that would be my advice spinners and a bass will certainly eat a worm so you can do plastic under a cork close to those trees and stumps um it's been many years since i specifically targeted bass but that would be where i would head if i were looking for bass
2: in the pearl river well- Either that or give the bass fishing a break and do a little saltwater fishing. Take whatever Mother Nature gives you, and this year she's given us a lot of saltwater and good saltwater activity. And maybe next year it will be the opposite. Maybe we'll have bass down along the lower coast because of high river conditions. You just do what what Mother Nature allows you to do.
5: It certainly does change from day to day, that's for sure.
2: All right, Mike, you guys have a great trip, and uh, we'll check with you next week.
5: Sounds good, Don. We'll talk to you then.
2: Oh, don't forget about my collection process, too, my my program.
5: (laughs) That's on my agenda. I'm hoping to catch some. All
2: right. Thank you, Mike. See you next week. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. There he goes, Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. It's aaofla.com. Make sure you get that right because you could end up somewhere you don't want to go. All right, coming back after this, you like to paddle for fish or pedal a kayak? We got a guy that's been doing it a long time. He's very good at it, and he can help you get better. Brendan Bayard joins us next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: And there's a great little song to be singing when you're paddling out there in search of the fish, or you might be peddling if you got one of those. Let's talk to Brendan Bayon in a second, but I want to remind you this uh, is a presentation of the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, which he is a member of. It's also a presentation of Massey's Outfitters, you're going to find three locations, Mid-City New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and also Covington. And they've got some of the best kayak fishing models, uh, the best brands, Hobie, Native Watercraft, Jackson Kayak, plus tons and tons of accessories for paddlers. And they've also got demo days where you can ride before you buy, and you can do that at MasseyOutfitters.com. Check them out on Facebook, and they post all those event dates for you. And Brendan joins us now. And Brendan, uh, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, got another event coming up. Everybody's getting fired up for it. Tell us about it. Yeah,
3: Don, uh, next week we have the Redfish Rumble. That's going to be in Terrebonne Parish. Uh, you know, it's going to be a catch, photo, and release event. This is going to be the final event of our regular uh, tournament series. that get you qualified to fish the championship in November. A lot of guys are trying to earn that last little uh, qualifying space. And so they're probably out pre-fishing today around the Point of shin area, trying to catch, uh, trying to locate where those those reds are. And uh, a little wrinkle in the tournament this year, you can catch reds up to 30 inches. It's a catch, photo, and release event. Uh, just with your ruler, take pictures and upload them to the X app. That's where you register uh, for this event. So it should be a good one. That's going to be next Saturday.
2: That's unusual. What was the, uh, the 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 logic behind doing that? What was the the third to move up to 30 inch? Just to get bigger
3: I guess, fish? Uh, I think the uh, the ruler that uh, most of us use comes uh, in a 30-inch size, so I guess uh, it was kind of, uh, you know, Fill the since, room you're not catch, <laughs> since you're not keeping them anyway, uh, That's right. they just said, let's make a little wrinkle. Everybody is used to catching the 27 inches. Let's see how they do if we catch the 30 inches. So, that uh,
2: should be fun. Tell me about a Point of Shen. Uh, you know, they've had some problems with storms and damage. Is it all completely back up in shape and ready to roll? Yeah, yeah. Over there at the uh,
3: at the pack launch, the kayak facility, I mean, it's one of the most uh, easier places to launch your, via- uh, your your kayak. You just pull up and they have that floating dock right there, uh, just launch and, and put right there in the slips right there with uh, Lisa and Eddie. And uh, it's a great little place. Uh, lots of people love to come from all over the country to go fish out of the pack.
2: Yeah, so it's a short paddle to fish. Um, trout fishing, we talked to Daryl Carpenter about Grand Isle. He's been doing real well over there. You find them the same thing?
3: Yeah, uh, those islands right behind Grand Isle is really where I've been fishing lately. Uh, been catching some pretty decent-sized trout amongst the uh, the juveniles that are mixed in, but uh, throwing top water around kind of separates the bigger fish from the smaller fish is what I like to do. Uh, every time I've been over there, I've been catching, uh, you know, a few in the 17 18 inch range pretty good for this time of year um but uh you know just kind of circling those islands really not really sticking to one spot uh too often almost in a kayak you can circle the whole place and and really hit the periphery the whole uh, all the little drains and all the little points around the whole island some of those shoals where the sand islands have eroded away all those areas are pretty good and you catch one or one or two here and just keep on moving Some bull reds mixed in over there. Uh, You never know. You're going to catch a 40 inch redfish or a a nice trout, or you know, always a fun time.
2: Uh, Brendan, you're familiar with the Texas coast. I I don't know if you check your email lately, but I sent you some pictures on a report I got from Baffin Bay on the speckled trout and the surf over there. Are you familiar? Have you fished Baffin Bay before?
3: Yeah, it's been been since I was a kid. But uh, man, talk about one of the uh, truly great uh, places to catch really, really big trout. In the country, uh, Baffin Bay is a, kind of the crown jewel of trophy speckled trout fishing.
2: Yeah, they caught those in the surf when you look at those pictures, they're, they're monster trout. Uh, and you can see in the background the, the shoreline. So, But I, I don't know if there's any close places for a kayak. You might need the mothership to get out to Baffin Bay.
3: Yeah, there's, there is there uh, is definitely some access limitations over there, but, uh, you know, you have the whole uh, King Ranch shoreline that's kind of private. And uh, I've been over there uh, in that area before. It's It's been a while, so uh, I might have to get over there now that I see those pictures, Don. It's, uh, <laughs> kinda yeah, that's fire all, you...
2: it's all part of that Laguna Madre complex over there, boy, some some great territory. And they, they loaded up on a bunch of big reds too, so – Fishing's on over there. This is early for over there. It's normally a little later when they get those big trout active.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know if it has anything to do with this El Nino or whatever, but we've had such a, a weird we- uh, summer of, of weather with this, you know, dry weather and the river low. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure things are going to be a little bit different this year. And With fall, it might be a, a banner year for fall. Who knows? So.
2: It has been strange. Well, good luck to you, and uh, we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks when you're going to be fishing uh, your tournament down there in Grand Isle. Yep, sounds great. Thanks, Don. See you then, Brendan. All right, Brendan Bayard, one of our field reporters. He alternates with Captain Eric Mahabarak. Paddling is such a – kayaking is such a a growing participation sport. Uh, It's easy to get into. It's inexpensive. And, look, these guys catch Good to fish as anybody. All right, we come back after this. Uh, We're going to, ooh, we got some text messages coming in. And guess what time it is? Bad boys of the outdoors, even on National Hunting and Fishing Day. Got a story for you coming up. Right after this on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, we got a bad boy story coming up for you, and I want to remind you, bad boys of The Outdoors, the presentation of the Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association, the LWAA. It's a nonprofit group that raises funds for scholarships and other benefits. You can help them out and help yourself by purchasing some of their exclusive gear, T-shirts, koozies, hats. Uh, I've got a camo backpack with LWAA. Well, wouldn't it be nice if you met up with one of these guys, and you happen to be wearing one of their caps with the LAWA, I'm sure they'd be happy to see you. And you can do that by going to their website, which is supportlwaa.org. Supportlwaa.org, and fit yourself out in some really good quality stuff. All right, right after this 10-second pause, we got a story about wildlife and fisheries agents making a case on some Teal baiting suspects. We'll do that right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, the September teal season opened last weekend. It didn't take long for Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agent Zach Vunderberg, Sergeant Will Holloman, Corporal Justin Greer, Agent Trace Francis, Sergeant Chuck Dyson, Corporal Emily Sexton, and Corporal John Blaylock to make the state's first baiting case of the season. The agents were working the Crane Lake portion of Lake Pistano when they observed six subjects actively hunting teal over bait. They seized two teal, donated those to a local charity, and then proceeded to cite in Webster Parish six individuals for alleged hunting migratory game birds over a baited area, placing bait to hunt migratory game birds, and aiding and abetting others in taking migratory game birds over bait. Facing state and federal penalties are 18-year-old Chance Mauser and Landon Talley, both of Houghton, 19-year-old Riley Pate of Sibley, 20-year-old James O'Rear, and 18-year-old George Chambers, both of Benton, and 20-year-old Ashton Stewart of Double e, Louisiana, are bad boys of the outgoers. Well, if you like that one, next week I got a report about a bear killing in Alabama. That'll be our bad boy. For next week. We never run out. Got lots of bad boys and girls. All right, getting to uh, some of our texting folks. Here's one. Good morning. I have to work this weekend. We have a new employee in the shop and says he's now a fan of your show also. Everyone enjoys listening to your show. Great one, as always. Keep it up. Have a great weekend, my friend. That's from the Irish coonass, one of our Alabama listeners. I'll be over in Alabama this week, too. Uh, here's one says, I'm back in Mississippi looking for some flat friends. Give you a report. That's from our buddy, The Weave. When he says flat friends, I know what he's talking about, them flounder. Go get them, Weave, and let me know how you do. Uh, here's one. Good morning, Don. It's Deb, now in Florida. Deb's an old radio uh, girl, radio chick that's and uh, moved to Florida. She says, where nearly the entire state is built on a sandbar and some barrier islands. It's not Saturday without... The opening to that song that starts at 4 a.m., the Don Dubuque song. Yeah, that's from my buddy Reed Allerman who, uh, well, he left uh, Louisiana and bayou country and he headed over to Colorado, some beautiful territory over there. But he comes over here quite frequently for visits. Haven't seen him in a while. Need to catch up with him. Uh, Here's uh, Mike Smith. He's a duck hunting buddy. He's hunting Point Lahash this morning. Let me know how you do over there, Mike. Mike said it's been tough. Uh, A lot of the salt water has really compromised a lot of the – submerged aquatic vegetation in his area, but he has found some teal on his leases. I'll be hunting with Mike uh, during the regular season. Uh, Here's a text uh, from 3668. I sure do love them green trout. We were talking about bass, and uh, he loves them. I'm sure he loves them to eat them. And here's some more on the long-range rifle range. There's a 1,000-yard rifle range about a 100 miles south of Dallas in Erath County, at Iredell, Texas, I think the cutoff range complex is 800 yards. That's from old man Sam. Yeah, uh, everybody's verified that's a 800. Uh, that was for our friend the River Rat. Uh, might be a little ways to take a ride, but if you really got to have a 1,000 yards, uh, there's one for you, 100 miles south of Dallas in Erath County, Iredell, I-R-E-D-E-L-L, Texas. And we got Butch, uh, our Wachloski Bridge operator. He's off. He's on his way to Hattiesburg, going to umpire some baseball Saw a few boats by that Highway 11 bridge. Have a great week. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. Be careful. Good weather, good tide, and a good time to get out there and catch some of those fish. Uh, here's another Alabama listener. Uh sixty four oh eight getting a late start. Headed to catch green trout in West Alabama. Hey, come on. Y'all call them bass. Or you don't call them, do you call them green trout in Alabama, too? All right. We'll be back right after this. We got a guy that knows a little bit about bass. He cut his teeth catching bass, but boy, he went on from there. He's a A fisherman extraordinaire, fly fisherman, uh, rod and reel fisherman. The only thing about him is he don't like the smell of shrimp on his fingers. That's why we call him the plastic man, probably a man of steel, because I think he's teal hunting this morning. We'll find him and chat with him right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And he's also called the man of steel when he's waterfowl hunting, because you cannot use lead anymore. Been that way for a while. Captain Ryan, you fishing? You hunting today? What's going on?
6: I'm hunting, buddy. I'm hunting.
2: How's the teal flying?
6: They're not, but there's so many wood ducks I can't see the teal.
2: Yeah, that's what we <laughs> saw when I was with you last week. You know, I guess there's just no water in the swamps, and they headed to the marshes.
6: And I've been hunting this place for 30 years, and I've never seen wood ducks like this. I mean, just just nonstop flights of wood ducks and, and
2: model ducks. Any of them decoying? Oh, yeah, they
6: come laying right there. Oh. Ridiculous. Well.
2: <laughs> I dare them Model to do that during the regular season, come November. Let's um, see if they're still around.
6: <laughs> better not. <laughs> I like wood duck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like but, teal too. What's the deal with the teal? Uh, just a few here and there, or what's going on?
6: Yeah, we'd be killing 30, 40 a day, but nothing special, you know. Uh, um, ben killed 24 and one blind uh day before yesterday, which was our best blind so far. It's a you know, four man limit. But. It's, it's been sparse. You know, all the blinds killing 10 or so, 10 or 12, but it's uh, they just don't have a lot in our area.
2: Yeah. Well, now, hopefully things are Further down the... river, they're
6: killing a few. You know, in Batista, uh, they've had some good limits, five-man limits and stuff down there, I've heard. But, uh, yeah. you know, they come and kill them.
2: Well, they're whacking them over in the southwest because there's, there's limited access areas for them. They don't have a whole lot of places yeah. to go and where they can go, they're congregating and they're doing the, the dove shoot thing with them. So, oh, by the way, we got a full moon coming, but it's going to be like the second to last day of the season. It's Friday.
6: Yeah, that's going to help. But you know what that full moon does? That's the full moon that's going to bring the trout inside and everything to switch over. You ought to see the shad inside. i never, I mean, big shad. I thought they was pogies. They shad. I mean, this big old shad run here in the ducklies. I mean, a shower in the water. I mean, this fixing to light up like a Christmas tree around here. The bull reds were so thick on the beach, and then they moved out. I got ducks landing all around me. I hear is shh, sh, poof, sh-
2: poof. <laughs> <laughs> well, You know, that, uh, that, that theory you have about the, the, the missing uh, age groups, age classes in the redfish, accounting for the shortage of slotfish, uh, everybody's reporting plenty, plenty of those little small reds, which uh, by oh, yeah. next year or year be- after, they'll be into that slot size.
6: That's, that's, last, year's, that's last year's class. And right now, they, they go anywhere from 10 to 14 inches. And by by March, they'll be 16. And then we'll have 24s and 16s. But, you know, Facebook and Instagram will tell you everything you need to know. Every, all the fish are exactly the same size, you know. But we've seen this from two two winters ago. We saw everything was top slot, and we had no keeper fish, zero. And then, you know, it's, it's plain as a lot, writing on your face. I don't understand... Why that's not, you know, reported with the wildlife and fishery? I just don't understand it.
2: Well, you know, um, the, the the schools of those bull reds that were down there last weekend was there. Has anybody gotten into those? Are they still active down there? You know, I sent a that video to that family that's going to be coming fishing with us with the the young boy that has the brain <laughs> cancer. That it's his dream yeah. to catch one. Uh, I told him, I said, I think we can manage to catch you one at least. But uh, they got fired up when they saw that video of the, the schools in a frenzy.
6: Yeah, those, those moved out day before yesterday. And uh, some jacks moved in and the jacks moved out. It's just all everything's just migrating around with the bait. So they'll come and go. I'm not worried about it. I mean, everything's going to disperse this next full moon. I mean, it's, it's going to light up. I mean, it's going to be good. Trout, everything will start. Everything will come inside for for the for the fall then and then the next full moon they'll come in the river and oh my gosh that's so much fun
2: yeah you know uh, the reports this morning i guess that the recurring theme everybody's talking about lots of white trout i don't hear much about white trout down your way is it just because you got other fish and you don't pursue them or are they, they not thick down there <laughs>
6: um, you know the white, white trout come in and get under the birds so you know They're with the shrimp, and there's so many shrimp now. I mean, the docks cannot even get the vats back in time to unload the boats. There's so many shrimp, and uh, the white trout will follow that around. But, you know, if you get under birds, there's tons of white trout. And, again, this full moon will bring them to us. And then there's places downriver I can go and just just sink the boat with them if I want. You know, get those deeper holes. And, uh, again, this next full moon in, in that river, you'll just be able to sit there and catch them until you're silly. Good if they if they fourteen inches or so, but I just like to make that fish salad sandwiches with them. We make a fish salad. We boil them in, in a crab ball for about five minutes, and then uh, then we make just like you would tuna salad. And it's really really good. So that's what I do with my white trout, or, or I fry them that day, but I don't put them in the freezer.
2: Yeah, I make it could make a nice fish dip with some chips like that too.
6: Oh, I'm sure we we smoke redfish for that. We don't want to get off that program. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, y'all know it. I'm still uh, tasting that that mole. I will tell you what, that's oh my gosh, man, that, that would that would uh, that would be a top dish in a restaurant. Let me tell you, I'd pay good money to have some of that mole.
6: I know one thing, our buddy Hokey sure liked it. He couldn't get enough. He of it. He, <laughs> can, can I bring some home?
2: Yeah, Hokey, you can bring some home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, Hokey was a pretty particular eater too. You know, he he he, he was like a carnivore. Uh, I don't ever remember. I never, never, never noticed get that, that in my to, place. <laughs> <laughs> he he wouldn't eat vegetables very much. You know, he wasn't a big vegetable guy. But, boy, he he sure loved his chicken and steak and meat and stuff like that. I enjoyed it when he came
6: game. because he he could truly relax down at the lodge. You know, he would go in there in that room and he'd take a good nap and he would, you know, he just seemed more relaxed. He really liked it down here.
2: Yeah, we're talking about Hokie Gajon, uh, ex-LSU uh, running back, Saints running back. Uh, broadcaster extraordinaire and just a great all-around outdoorsman and good guy to be around with. We sure miss him, you know. And he no, did. He loved that, your but... place. He loved your place.
6: I tell you what. He wanted the a pintail so bad. I mean, these model ducks and wood ducks are eating me alive. I mean, <laughs> they they coming right on top of it. I got, like ben looked like he got jumping beans in his in his feet.
2: <laughs> yeah, just when you let your guard down and the teal buzzes you. You know, I know how that goes.
6: Yeah, we better see them. I'm waiting for them right now. We'll get some flights in here in a minute. You know, they just, in fact, this is the least teal. Oh, no, more model ducks. <laughs> this is the least teal I've seen this season is today. I've heard Manuel shoot two volleys. But I've not seen much at all.
2: Well, you know how but it was we when will. we went, it, when the wind picked up around, what was it, 8 o'clock or so, and we started the 8 o'clock eight flight. flight. You catch the 8 o'clock yeah. flight, you get a little breeze, and there'll be a few moving around.
6: Well, we well, all do? put they some.
2: feed around.
6: I see some way over there coming this way. I, I, they'll feed it around, and then about 8 o'clock, they'll pick up and start kind of milling around, and that's when you really could kill them.
2: Well, y'all hang so, in there and enjoy the day. It's a, it's a pleasant day to be out there. and— uh, you know, maybe do a little fishing later on. If somebody wants to get a hold of you and, and get in on some of that action, uh, CajunFishingAdventures.com. Uh, we got a, a connection from my uh, website, Don the Outdoors Guy. And uh, if you can take that duck call out of your mouth for a second, give us a phone number.
6: <laughs> yes, it's 504 I've been hearing that squeaky
2: teal call in my sleep.
6: <laughs> I love yeah, it. that's uh. We still got some openings, too. And you know what? I had a big cancellation for both opening weekends, uh, one in uh, November and the one in December.
2: Wow, what an opportunity. Better call
6: quick. Yeah, that's going to be some great days. So, yeah, somebody wants in
2: on that. Now's the time. Give them that number again and call you in the blind. (laughs)
6: 504-559-5111.
2: All right, I swear you got three hands. You know, you shoot a gun, you call, and you talk on a phone. I don't, I don't get it. You got to (laughs) be
6: some people call that ambidextrous. Some people call that multitasking. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Whatever it is, keep it up. We'll see you next week.
6: All right, buddy. We'll see you.
2: There he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert. Cajun fishing adventures. Always a good time. All right, I got a few of your text messages to close out the show with, and I'm going to tell you about a Louisiana. Wow Fowl Festival that's coming up next month. You'll enjoy that if you're duck hunter, or enjoy any wildlife art. We'll be right back to talk about it after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, one of our listeners alerted us that the Highway 11 bridge is closed. That's the one that runs from New Orleans to Slidell, and everyone's trying to turn their boats around. So if you're going that way or planning going there, you may want to avoid Highway 11. It's a one lane getting on there, and if you're trapped with a boat, you're going to be late for your trip. I would suggest bypassing it, going to the I-10 twin span, or going to the Highway 90 bridge, Uh, over there by the chef depending on which area you're going to thanks for tipping us off all right we also have this one coming we had a great time last sunday fishing without sun it's a great feeling when you see your kid do what they love and do it good i know but i i may be a bit biased yeah i know the feeling congratulations and Always good to watch those kids get involved. All right, we have Marty Cranford from Mobile. Love the show. Thanks for that. We appreciate it. Silver Hill Guy says, I'll be 70 next month. And when I was a child, my dad was a big bass fisherman. He called them green trout way back then. I forgot to say good morning. All right, Silver Hill Guy, we'll allow you to call bass green trout in Alabama. We understand. All right, want to remind everybody about the Louisiana Wildfowl Festival coming up October 28th and 29th, the end of next month. It's at a good location, the Castine Center in Pelican Park in Mandeville. Uh, That's where they have the hand carved collectors' decoys. They actually do demonstrations, live carvings. Uh, They have a special 18 time world champion visitor, going to be a judge and guest speaker, Pat Godin. And if you want to get in on it, uh, you can go to LWCCG.com. That's LWCCG.com. Or you can simply search for Louisiana. Wildfowl Carvers and Collectors Guild. That's what the LWCCG stands for. And by the way, to tie into that, uh, if you haven't seen this week's uh, edition of Bayou Wild TV, it's all about carving decoys. And we uh, had an interview with Alan Stein, who is a champion carver in Madisonville, Louisiana. We talked to him about the history and the art of uh, decoy and wildfowl and really wildlife carving. Uh, It used to be done out of necessity. Before decoys were made, they would carve the wooden decoys, and primitive man made them out of several things to have them. Uh, But then uh, with the advent of plastic, (laughs) the wooden decoys uh, are gone. But there's a comeback because people now are following that tradition, and Louisiana has a long, long history of very uh, popular and famous decoy carvers, some artists, and you'll see collections A lot of old ones and some new ones if you make that festival. October 28th and 29th, Casting Center at Pelican Park. We're going to be talking more about that next month. We're going to be talking more about all the stuff we talked about today. Fishing white trout, redfish, shooting teal, hunting doves, squirrel. we got the big duck season coming up in November. we got the deer season's moving in, Archeries October the 1st. Small game season's going to be opening up for the Wabbits. Oh, boy, what a great time. First day of fall. Enjoy it. It's National Hunting and Fishing Day, a very important day in the lives of sportsmen like you and me. Thanks for tuning in. You're all invited back again next week, same time, same place, 5 to 7 on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.